Oh, shucks. It's Friday, y'all. What's good? It's Friday. We here. You know how we do. Every afternoon in between times, the time you go from work to the club, whatever the club look like for you or your happy hour, whatever that looks like for you, let's have a discussion. Let's talk about something. I don't know what it is and how it do, but we're going to talk about it. Let's see who out here today. All right. I need somebody to come on and join me. We got a guest coming on that I I think you will like. I've been following him. He's a friend of the family, and I appreciate him even uh, wanting to come on and have some chat because he has uh, some interesting things going on on his page, and I'm, I want to highlight him and, and, and enjoy what he got on. But you know what we do. We talk about politics first because it's big in the news. So if you're in the county, if you're in the state of Maryland, make sure you get your mail-in ballot. You have four days to request it. I'm sorry, you need to request it now. It has to be in and postmarked by the 20th of, of October so you can get it and then you can be able to take it to the drop boxes or you know mail it back in. However you decide to do what you need to now it is crunch time to get your mail in ballot. So let's let's work on that thing. Let's get it popping. If you haven't been watching around the country, it's long lines. People are excited to vote. Uh, Roland Martin put, in, put something on his page where he was excited. He was almost in tears because of all the long lines that, that everybody of color he was seeing going out and vote. It is a special time of the year where we get to exercise the right that our forefathers fought for. And I'm always proud to say I was a voter since I was 18 years old and to participate in this process. Is it perfect? Nope. Will it be perfect for a while? Nope. But unless we keep participating in the process and making sure we go ahead and uh, do the things we do, it'll never be able to change so it can be able to help us in the future. That's my take on it, my opinion. Nobody's nobody's opinion at all. If you join in me for the first time on one of my talks, just know that we are live on, on uh, YouTube, What's going on, JT? My cousin Jerron is the man. So we live on YouTube, and if you are following me on YouTube, make sure you go to Antoine Brown on YouTube. Hit that like button. Let's get that get that section up so we can have more talks like this. Facebook Live every Friday. We just gonna go keep on doing what we do. So let's see what else. Uh, everybody know I'm in my DSW program. One of the guys that we also bringing on is a part of the same program. He a little ahead of, ahead of me. I'm going to see if he want to talk about that a little bit. So uh, how to get more, more African-American boys to college, get them th through college, and get them graduated with debt free is my problem that I'm trying to solve. It is a, a very needed problem because I was product of that. What's going on, Freeman? So I was product of that uh, system where I almost got left behind. Somebody pulled me to the side and said college might be your route. And if it wasn't for that uh, person, Miss Clark, God rest her soul, I wouldn't be here doing all the great things right now that for. So that's my problem in my DSW program. I'm in my third semester. I'm stressing out. It's a lot of reading. It's a lot of writing. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But, you know, when you set your mind to a goal, you go ahead and get it completed. But enough of me let's bring in uh brandon to get brandon talking let's see you know what he got going on hey oh brandon how are you i'm good today how are you 
I am good. I, I, I just got out of the shower and I was like, let me, I gotta hurry up and get to this camera. So. Well, at, least, at, least, at least you clean joining in the show. That makes me feel better. You shouldn't yeah, come. I'm, I'm, I'm very clean. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brandon, listen, every time everybody come on my show, I always ask them to say how they met me and say something good about me. Because if you say something bad about me, I'll tell my wife to just go ahead and cut you off the camera. Oh, that's good. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> so I met uh, you through your wife, actually. Your wife um, is in, has been in a couple of my classes, and she's so sweet and a joy. And I met her in D.C. when I was visiting a friend. And so that's how we know each other. Um, I think one night I was testing out my Facebook Live. I was doing something, and she got on, and you got on. And, yeah, so that's how I met you guys. And thank you for, I think this one of the, was this the platform you was trying out that night? Or you was trying something uh, different? Was, you know, I've tried so many different things, <laughs> but this is, this is actually the one I use now. But, oh, okay. um, I started out with, you know, a different one. So, yeah. So, hey, Brandon, I, now I, I look over Felicia's shoulder every time she watching you on your show. So I'm always there when she's there. So you are hilarious to me. And you <laughs> don't do things. So tell everybody. <laughs> what you doing? And tell them about uh, who was that show, the jingle you did. I thought that was pretty interesting. Oh, um, okay. So I, right now I'm currently just, looking for the plug for my phone just in case it goes out. So if it goes out, you know why. Um, oh, so what, what did you ask me? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell, tell us what you got going on and then tell them a little bit about the jingle that you had going on that I oh, love. Okay. So yeah, I'm currently in the same program that you're in. I'm in cohort 10, I think. I really don't pay attention. That's that's the kind of person I am. I just show up and do the work and I leave. Like, <laughs> so I'm not the one with details. Uh, but I started last May, May 2019, I guess. And this is my um, fifth semester. So I have one more semester to go. And um, I, I've been working on, um, in this program, you have to come up with, hey, Felicia, um, uh, you have to come up with a project or a capstone. And my capstone is using media to facilitate opportunities for people to connect with each other. Um, so I'm working on eradicating um, social isolation, uh, which is something that we're all having to navigate through during this pandemic because um, social distancing, um, you know, people are sick, et cetera. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, and uh, in my free time, I I'm just like, making jingles, um, playing music, riding my bike. I, I love the arts. I love being creative. Um, and I think you're talking about when I, um, you know, Sherry Shepard has this show, um, podcast um, that she does. And I saw that she needed some music. So I made some music and I sent it to her and um, she sort of liked it. And um, Kim Whitley loved it. Um, and we're just seeing, you know, what happens. But I think I might make some more music for her because it was just a submission that, was based off of something I heard on her show. And so I, I really didn't have any idea what they wanted, but she said she wants like a, a neo soul kind of thing. So I have to go back to the nineties, um, listen to some Erica Badu, uh, which I'm from Dallas, Texas. So, uh, you know, that, that won't be hard, um, but we'll see. Well, go ahead and listen to some Maxwell too, because Maxwell, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Maxwell on it. Hey, Brandon, I don't want to talk about politics today, but it's been a lot of stuff happening. You want to chime in anything related to the election, your president, Ice Cube, 
any of that? You know what? I, I just think, you know, this is uh this is an election that, you know, everyone says, you know, every election, this election matters. No, this election really has consequences if you do not um vote. You know, there's none of this like our vote doesn't matter. No, your mm -hmm. vote makes a difference. We saw in a 2016 election the impact of people not voting. You know, even though Hillary Clinton won the election by millions, we still have this thing called the Electoral College that I think should be, um, you know, um, you know, removed from our Constitution. But we still have to vote. We still have to show up and every vote counts everywhere. And so when, when we talk about voting um, for the 2020 election, like, you know, this this can impact generations to come. You see how we have our current president, which I will not mention his name, um, yeah. but you know we have no plan for the coronavirus pandemic um, in our country. We have no plan for healthcare. He's been in office for four years and we still don't have a plan for healthcare. He wants to um, kind of um, break up the current Obama healthcare uh, you know, plan that we have. And, and there's no plan for a backup. Um, so people with pre-existing um, conditions are, are at risk for losing health care. Millions of Americans are at risk for losing health care. Um, health care, I don't believe, is something that we should hold as a privilege. I think health care is a right. Um, and everyone should be able to live and breathe without the fear of going broke, without the fear of dying every day. And so this election is has like you know ha, ha, you have to vote that's all i gotta yeah. say you have you, to you absolutely right everything i concur with everything you say i just like to talk about it because everybody know that i'm an elected official did you know that i was elected official i think you know felicia mentioned something about that so i'm elected class. i'm elected to the democratic central committee in uh, nice. County. so it's my job to make sure that everybody you know gets the right candidate or the democratic candidates on a ticket and information that's provided for us that it gets out to everybody so they can know who to vote for when it's that time nice. but my personal opinion is i don't care who you vote for i just want you to participate in the process from the local level to the national level so we can get things changed that's my yeah. personal opinion yeah even if you don't vote for who i think you should vote you should still participate in the process you have a duty as an american citizen to participate in the process is it mandated no but if you're not voting what are you doing you're just a freeloader in our country you know you're just you know living off of whatever one um, everyone else is making decisions for you and you're just either going with the benefits or kind of you know being a part of the problem so i think everyone should vote if voting didn't matter you think we would have to worry about voter suppression every mm -hmm. year if voting mm -hmm. didn't matter you think millions um, of americans you know wouldn't have fought and some died for our opportunity to vote voting does matter and if you believe that you're right to um, uh, vote, your the the the, the necessity of voting is um, inconsequential. Then I, I hate to let you know that you're wrong, and perhaps you're a fool. Okay, well, simply <laughs> so. Okay, so listen. Okay, okay. Let's talk talk about politics. I'll talk about that. So I'm gonna shamelessly ask you stuff about my capstone. Okay, and I can ask you stuff about my. So sure. being a black man in America, right? Yes. Being a black man in America, you went to college, obviously, because you on you about to get your doctoral degree. I lied. So, I lied the whole way. I never came to, I never stepped foot here one. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I did. 
So tell me, tell me, uh, what made you decide to go to your undergrad and tell me what undergrad that is, right? What made you decide to go to undergrad and go to college and tell me what kept you there? And then, and then once you tell me you go to college, I'm going to bring in, I got another guest that's in the lobby waiting for us. I'm going to bring in one of my mentees who's listening to you right now. Yes. So don't, no pressure. I'm going to bring him in in a second, but I'm going to let you answer that. Can we pause it for, I mean, can I, I'm just going to look for this cord because I don't want to go at my phone to go off. Um, it's somewhere okay. on the floor. Well, while you do like that, it. while you do that, okay. I'm going to bring in DeAndre. I'm going to bring in DeAndre. You go look for your cord. And I, I'll have a little chat with DeAndre and I'll bring you right back. What's going on, Keller? <laughs> What's up, sir? How are you? I'm good today. How about yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Maybe, thanks for the invite to the show. You looking uh you looking healthy over there, sir. Good to see you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I, it. It's always the goal. Listen, every everybody I bring on, I ask them to tell tell the tell the people how you know me and say something nice about me. I can definitely do the first one. Um that's something nice though. That's a that's a that's either swing or miss right there. Um uh so I I met uh, Mr. Elected Official Antoine Brown at a uh, at the bowling alley, Marlowe Heights bowling alley. Through um, uh, I, I was I working there yet? I was I, I think I was in the pro shop and uh and and you were just you were just there was this guy down down had like the front ten front eleven that was just killing everybody and uh, I said man I gotta meet this guy and went down there and he had on this this uh Giants jersey the Giants were losing he had on the the old the old blue one if if you know. If you know Mr. Brown, you see him wear this old blue uh, Giants jersey, and he had this jersey on. He was down there bowling great, but the Giants were losing, so he was happy and upset at the same time. And I just uh, introduced myself, and um, it took off from there. Ended up finding out that we had a lot of common interests, from bowling to basketball to sports to uh, career, you, you name it, and the relationship blossomed from there. Uh, something nice. Um. You're, hey, why you got to think so hard? Why you have to think so hard? That was, uh, that was you're, you're one of the, the few people that um uh, purposely invest in the next generation, as opposed to um doing it for your own benefit. You're you're you invest in the next generation simply because you want to see them do better and not for your own good. So that's that's um that's something that definitely stood out to me when we first uh, when I first met you. Man, I'm going to let you slide for taking so long. That was pretty good. I appreciate that. That was yes, pretty sir. good. Slide. I appreciate DeAndre, it. DeAndre, uh, Brandon's on. I know you've been listening to Brandon. Uh, up, something nice about DeAndre, Brandon, is that when you know how when you meet somebody, it's just something about them. So DeAndre reminded me so much of myself. He's going to ask for what he wants. He's not going to take no for an answer. He's going to figure out how to get it if you do give him a no, and then he's going to keep working it until it's, it, it makes it successful. He's yeah. just always been like that. I've seen him bowl from school, from sports, and now he's in college. And I know he's going to go out and do great things. As soon as he hit the college campus, he started helping out with the girls' basketball team and being involved in organizations. And it's just he's just been one of those guys you'd be like, man, I, I knew it when I saw him. I always told him he's going to be something special. Just keep pushing. He ain't stopped, he ain't stopped moving yet. He's been a special guy. Yeah, I, think awesome. I appreciate those words. Thank you. Yeah. Now you keep doing yourself. So before Brandon had to go find a shot at DeAndre, I asked him something uh, for my capstone because it's seeing how I can get more men like yourself going to college, get through, 
and then they uh how they gonna get through it financial free that's what i'm trying to this a program or initiative or something that i'm trying to design with my capstone so i was asking brandon since he's about to be called dr brandon in a few dr brandon <laughs> get through the semester how did how did his journey start and what kept him there so he was about to tell us that story so when i was graduating i just the funny thing is last week i um was cleaning up and i found my transcript from um high school and let me tell you my grades were so terrible <laughs> like i probably was really towards the bottom of my class of maybe, you know, three to 500, I don't remember, but it was really low. But I had such a great time in high school. Um, and um, I really didn't have a plan. I really didn't have a plan. I was that guy. I think I was just so bored in high school. Um, like I was in student council, I was a teacher assistant, you know, I was a library assistant, I knew all the teachers, but my grades were terrible because I just didn't, really feel like I was challenged. I was helping other students do their work. And, you know, um, I had zeros, you know? That, I mean, I think that kind of continues. When I'm bored, I, I just wasn't challenged. And I was just really bored. Um, and so that's another topic about getting in, getting your um, students engaged and finding ways to tap into their potential. Um, but we could talk about that later. So when, when I was heading to the end of my senior year, one, I was like, am I going to graduate? Because um, my counselor said there was one credit missing. And I'm just like, bitch, <laughs> you know? like this is your job to find, like, you know, to find what I'm missing. And you can't tell me like three weeks, you know, before I graduated that there's something wrong. So we got that figured out. Um, but I had no plan, no plan for college. I just knew I had to go. There was no, like, I don't remember talking to a counselor about like, steps to get into college. I don't remember talking, I don't know what happened, but I knew that Brandon Gillespie had to end up in someone's university. Um, and so I remember graduating and that summer, that summer I found um, our public university, one of the public universities in Texas is University of North Texas. And that was about 40 miles away from where I lived. It was far enough to get away from my family, but close enough to get back home if I needed it. Um, and so I went there, I was like, I applied and, you know, my SAT scores were really low because Brandon Gillespie did not prepare for the SATs either. Um, because I, I just, I'm not a good test taker and I just did not think about what I needed to do, um, for the process of getting to college. So my SAT scores were low. My high school grades were, eh, they they were good enough to get in, but they weren't like great. Um, but I knew, I knew Brandon Gillespie had to go to college because what else was I going to do? Now I know I could have done music or journalism. I could have done a lot of different things, but that's neither here nor there. But for them, I needed to be somewhere that could um, facilitate my growth, um, provide me a foundation for education and going other places. Um, mm -hmm. And so I worked over the summer trying to get in this college. And let me tell you, I was admitted to the college the Friday before school started. Oh. So okay. like, okay. I had no plan <laughs> and I was let in 
the Friday before school started. And um, I found a dorm, like for the whole summer, they said there were no dorms, they were out. Um, like I, I didn't have any place to live, but I kept asking, I showed up, I, I talked to the director, I, I, I talked to everyone, no, like what do you have and let me in. So I guess my story of, you know, education is really, even if you don't have a plan, DeAndre, even if you don't have the best resources, even if you don't have a mentor, even if you don't have support, believe that you can achieve something and do the work. Don't take no, um, you know, don't take no for the final answer, like find your way and keep going. And so that's kind of like my story of, you know, um, getting into undergrad. And then, you know, I went to grad DeAndre said, forget this story. Uh, <laughs> um, then I went to I went to graduate school at Howard and then now USC. So yeah, that, that was my story. So 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 uh I don't know if DeAndre knows this story, but I'll tell you mine since you shared. I'm gonna tell you a little bit of mine. I say it all uh, sparingly, but I wasn't going to college either, right? Like I, the last day cool. We're in cap and gown uh, my best friend and his girlfriend are, are fighting. Like they they fighting some dude, and I'm in the counselor's office filling out this job application. I mean, this uh, college application because yeah. the counselor bugged me the whole year. She just was like, "You gonna fill this out?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not." She got me out of rehearsal, came in here, fill it out. I I signed the the paper and run out to try to go fight and help my friend fight. And get pulled into the principal's office. Wow! Didn't think about this college application. I'm, I'm just happy. Yeah. At all. So, and plus, it let you in a college on the last day of school. So, at a maybe in June, the June, beginning of July, I opened it up. I was like, I'm not going to that school. Like, who accepts me? I, ain't, I haven't taken the SAT. One, I have never seen the college. Two, I didn't. I didn't. I just filled it out at the beginning of June. Like I'm not right. doing that. No, nope, not gonna happen. Me and my mother get into an argument over the dishes. She, I construction for since four a.m. and she was like, "You need to wash the dishes." And I was like, mm, "Nah, I didn't make any. I'm not washing any dishes." She said, "No, you gonna wash them dishes?" And uh, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna do that. Like, I'm going to wash my butt and go to bed. That's what I'm gonna do, so I can get yeah. ready for tomorrow. So we arguing about yeah. the dishes. I said, "You know what? You told me to go to go to to college, get a go to the army, or get a job. Okay, the job thing not working for you. I'm gonna go to college." And she cussed yeah. me out. What goddamn college you going to? I was like, oh, this one. So I pulled that acceptance letter I just got. I pulled it out of my top drawer. I say, hey, I'm going to this one, and I need to be gone by August the 15th. I need to be there by August 15th. It's like August the 2nd, August the 3rd. And I was like, I need to be here by August 15th at 9 o'clock in this auditorium because I got this acceptance letter, and we're going to make this work. So Shane speaks to me for two weeks. They packed up the car and took me to college. And then I got there. They gave me a room. They gave me financial aid. They gave me a class schedule and said, welcome to college. And I cried the whole night because I was like, what am I doing here? I don't even like school. Like, I ain't playing no sports. What am I doing here? I don't yeah. like school. So that, that's my story. But 
as you know, I'm in my third semester in this DSW program, and I have still no clue how I went on to I went to Webster University out the Livingstone College, and I'm here. I still don't know how I'm here, but I, I'm here. So I think I think we have similar stories. <laughs> it, it was it was really about you know I think sometimes that's the the, the half of the battle is really just showing up you know and when you show up do the work pray if you believe in God but like really have perseverance and tenacity to like stick with it unless you don't want to and it's okay to change your mind if you don't want to be somewhere or do something it's okay you can create the own path your own path and do whatever you want to but I think a lot of it yes is just showing up yes it's important um, and not particularly in our cases <laughs> for preparation is important but sometimes um, like we did, we just had to like make something happen, and um, yeah, and, and we're here. And so, You're even right. if you don't have the the best grades, the most money, um, you can still create the future that you desire um, if you put in right. the work. And also, you know, I didn't mention much of this, but you know, I had allies in the missions office. You know, hmm. I had allies and built relationships with these people I kept seeing every week, and they were like, you know what? We're going to help you out. So it's really important that you um, eat wherever you are in, in, in the stage of your life, you create relationships and those relationships will push you forward. I always say you only need one person to believe in you. One person. You don't need like 65 million followers. You don't need like, you know, you just need one person who believes in um, the journey that you are willing to take um, and they will support you. So. Yeah, you're right. So I know, so, yeah, I know for me, it was it was for me it was it was um I mean from the as far back as I can remember it was uh you know what are we gonna do about college? It wasn't uh if you wanna go to college or um do you think you wanna start working, it was college is gonna be an an option and it's it's gonna be the option that we're probably gonna take. Um, uh, I I am the first uh, male in my immediate family to get thus far in college, and I plan on being the first male in my family to graduate college. Um, so that was that was always a thing, and, and so uh, from as same thing with you, uh, Brandon, I can really relate to what you're, you're saying. I was the person in the school that was um a part of the uh the the governing student body. I was a I was a, a leader in this. I was captain of the basketball team. I was a, a teacher's assistant. I was a, the chaplain. And so it was, but then again, uh, uh, as far as, as grades went, it was nowhere near as, as good as they should have been. Um, but uh, luckily I had a, a team of supporters that just, you know, uh, it was, we're going to attack this from every angle, grade, scholarship-wise. Yeah. We're going to apply to this school, this school, this school. We're, we're going to see you. We're going to hit this SATs, and we're going to do it again. We're going to give you two practice SATs, and then you're going to match those up and go back, and where should you take it, and how do you feel about this? Um, and then also, like you said about allies, I mean, one thing that Antoine always uh, – he told me I had the gift of, of uh, uh, when I walk into a room – immediately beginning the politics. Um, I'm shaking hands, I'm introducing myself, I'm finding out um, who you are and what you do, I'm letting you know who I am and what I do. And that was stuff that I was doing and didn't realize how beneficial it could be in the future. And so um, it, it ended up taking me way further than I could have imagined. If you would have told me uh, that I'd be a student 
at Mount St. Mary's University in the mountains with nothing around because, uh, and I, I learned this in my freshman year, I'm a city boy at heart. So the mountains, it's, it's not, that's not me. And nothing to do out there. Um, it get dark early. It get cold fast. Uh, that's not me. But, um, you know, uh, of course, uh, growth comes from uncomfortable situations. And so uh, college is definitely just uh, growing, learning more, meeting new people, um, getting out of my comfort zone and uh, expanding my horizon. So awesome. hey, and, and and super proud of you, by the way, because I, like I said before earlier, it's certain, certain people you see something in and you be like, man, that little boy right there, he's going to be special. And he don't see he's going to be special. Because, Brandon, I mean, he, he would try to talk me out of things that I know. I was like, why am I almost about to convincingly give this to you? And I don't know you. Like, to, up, to, to introduce and together and Right. Like I'm I'm buying him bowling balls and he's looking for shoes. Like, I don't know you, little boy. Why am I getting these things? So one of the things that that stood out, and I always tell him that him being able to not being fearless in being able to meet people is going to be able to hold him hold him to to high heights when he don't have nothing else to fall on because those are interviews. Those are you know, you walk in the grocery store, that's the person, your neighbor next door, that's talking to the police, that all these things that you develop just by having the goal to say hello to someone and hey, what you do and some of the things that you learned along the way. And I, I admire him for that. And while we on that subject, Brandon, knowing you in a short time and following you over Felicia's uh, <laughs> shoulder when I do every week when she watch you, your, your personality stands out amongst them. And I'm sure you have that fearlessness and where it, talking to people and getting to know them is not not an issue for you. And I think that's kind of all three of us on this uh, on this uh, yard today. But I admire that about you two guys where because most people don't have that skill or embrace that in in their everyday life. So how has it got you so far, Brandon? How far has it taken you? In, I mean, to be honest, I like, you know, one of my friends just says, I noticed that you're always quiet in your apartment. And, you know, if I call you, you're like, you know, I'm just sitting here. Like, I, I like silence and I like to be by myself. Like, and I'm, I'm an introvert, but I do know how to be an extrovert really, really well. Like, so when I have to do something um, and I have to be around people or I have to present, I have to turn on that part of who I am, you know, so I can um, reach my goal. I can communicate effectively. Um, and so, yes, I still have to push myself to be in rooms that I really don't necessarily want to be in. I still have to push myself to connect and network. I mean, you know, I, I it's like almost taking on a, um, a, another character. You know, it's still me, but I have to be a hundred times better um, at being myself than usual because I'm, I'm, I'm naturally more like, leave me alone <laughs> you know, I'm good because this energy it requires so much and you use so much of it when you're, when you're connecting with people it's like you can see the battery level going down like by the hour like it's draining um and so when I'm at home you know to myself I love the quiet I, I really don't want to interact but when I have to do something yeah I'm 125 percent or even higher because that's what's necessary 
for people to see your light. No one can see you if you're walking into a space and you're dim. So you have to be bright. You have to be um, open. You have to be um, brilliant um, for people to see and be encouraged and inspired to be themselves. And so that's what I do. But when it's time to shut it down, <laughs> you know, that, um, that's my time for, to recharge, to plug in um, and repower. I, I don't know how to shut it down then, Brandon, because I go, I go, I go. I know Deanna don't know how to shut it down. We're going to take some maybe because we probably go, we run hard at 90 and maybe we don't reach 120. And we if we shut it down a little bit, we might be able to. But it's, well, that, it's, it's a learning process. Brandon, that's, I'm the exact opposite of you. Awesome. So where you, where you were saying you're you're a natural introvert, and um, but you know how to be extroverted. I mean, I'm I'm a natural extrovert. So a lot of times, where um, for some people the interaction may may drain them, I'm just adding more energy levels to the next person I meet, and and um, then I had to learn to take that time. And uh, train myself. It's okay to be by yourself and to, to take the minute to debrief and learn. Okay, um, I, I actually learned this now. How can I put this stuff to use? And it's it. it I, I found um, the connections that I made were most productive when I took that time to debrief and uh, really go through everything. Because if you're just making connections and taking cards and, and emails here and there, but you never actually sit down to think, how can I help this person? How can I help me? What relationship can we build? Then you're you're nothing more than somebody with a bunch of cards in his pocket. Absolutely, oh, that's very smart of you. Um, wise, um, yeah. Like, you have a wise I, admire, you know, yeah. I admire people like you because you know I'm in that room watching you until it's my turn to get on stage. You know, and I'm enjoying. You know, I, I I'm enjoying that light, and I think everyone should turn their light on. Everyone should you know like reach outside of themselves and present themselves as who they really are. And it's okay. Um, but for me, you know, I need to recharge and I can't do this all the time because, you know, it's impossible. Um, uh, it doesn't mean I'm faking or I'm like being a different person. No, it's, it's me taking self-care to realize my energy has been depleted. I have nothing else to give. And when I'm giving people things that I don't have energy to give, it really becomes a problem, not only for the other person, but for me. Um, right. I start to resent people, you know, uh, because I feel like they're taking more than I have to offer. And so I have to realize when enough is enough and say no when I have to say no. Um, and so that's taken me a long time to master the art of no. Now I can say no, 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 no. Like it's like a Destiny Child song. Um, I can say no very easily. Um, but that's taken years to do. I applaud you for that. Once again, um, the the saying no to stuff is something that I'm coming around to as well. It, I, I was the kid in church that Easter Sunday was a heck of a day. We were uh, we were involved in seven different things. We had to change outfits seven different times because whoever <laughs> asked, it was always yes. And and so you know, um, learning to actually say no. I need to take a minute and stop trying to please everybody else and make sure right. I'm I'm good because then um, if I don't take that time to please myself and make sure I'm good, whatever I'm putting out isn't a hundred percent because I'm not at a hundred percent. So, uh, and, then, and then what you'll find out later in life is that the self care 
that you need us as black men that we need to be able to indulge in and take care of ourselves so we can recharge and go out and give. Because I know, I, like I said, I give a lot. And I'm, I'm especially right now with the DSW program, I'm on a couple boards. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. I can just name a list of things that right. I'm on and right. what I'm doing. And, and I have to uh, take that time. But I do a great job with taking my time. And I know Felicia probably going to put something in the chat. I'll I'll disappear for a, a, a day, a weekend, uh, a couple hours at the bowling alley where I turn my phone off, and I'll make sure I get some time just not to think. I I used to say when I was a gamer, the video game was my. I'm just gonna sit in front of here. I ain't gonna do nothing all day. I ain't gonna think about nothing. I'm gonna play this game, and my hands just gonna be the controller. And it was for me to. It was me for me to just everything and not think about what's going on around me. So when I came out of that hour block or two hour block of just playing the game or out here bowling, I can step into what I needed to do to make everything else around me work. So it's it's not it's not DeAndre, it's not good for a relationship though sometimes because until <laughs> your wife or your girlfriend understands who you are as a person, you figure that out. But we could talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I got a little it's taste a, of it. I got a little taste of it. And All right, just do it. came do a from from mom though. Mom was like, um, mom was like, uh, you know, you we you and I text back and forth. I know you you have your your schedules booked from six a.m. to nine p.m., but I need to hear your voice. You know, I mean, you 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 need to take time to take a step back, make sure that you eat, and make sure that somebody hears from you and can see your face, and I can physically know that you're doing well. Shout out to my mom, by the way. She, she's going to see this. And uh, another one of my mentors, um, the uh, associate head coach uh, for Mount St. Mary's women's basketball, my uh, mentor, um, his name is uh, Antoine White. Uh, guy was a bucket, um, was a bucket. But uh, he uh, he pulled me aside and I would leave basketball practice and I would uh, go do this and do this. And he said, hey, man, sit down. Just just sit down, Drake, because it's, it's taking a lot out of you. I can see it. And so, um, you know, it, oftentimes – I get set back, and God has a certain way where He'll He'll let me know uh, you're doing too much, and um, He He is not shy to doing that at all. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I definitely get a little bit of it. So that's good. Hey Omar, man, thanks for I, I got I got people watching, so I'm just saying hey to Omar. Omar has been sticking with us this whole conversation, so he, I appreciate you being there. Keep keep texting in the chat. Yeah, keep keep putting stuff in the chat, and and Felicia put it up on the screen. I but some of these conversations, like I think last week, I don't know if neither one of y'all, but if y'all get a chance to watch the show that I did last Friday, I had four doctoral students or or PhD students in, all women, and we discussed how how the difference, you know, the power of how black women in with the, the, the voting and why they chose education and, you know, the, the, the how black men are being treated towards um, black women. It was a, it was an awesome conversation just around education and black women and just empowerment within itself. It, it was awesome. So I'm gonna try to do another show like that and kind of bring it uh, man versus woman and we just bring it all in and talk. And I'm gonna try to do it after the election to see how this goes. But okay. I'm still seriously plugging my capstone, Brandon. Don't don't bother me. So <laughs> what, <laughs> what, um, 
can I, I, I have, I'm having a brand moment myself. I need to go get my, my cord. Um, if, if that is all right, I, I will take a step and be right back. We'll be right here waiting for you, DeAndre. Don't take too long. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right, man. Just a second. So we, uh, when, when they talked about, uh, you know, education and black men. And one of the things they were saying was uh, it was it was difficult to watch because they, you know, the incarceration was being high amongst black men while higher education was being pushed to our black women to kind of de demasculate the man. And I was like, wow, that was, it was interesting. And you know, you see it, but to talk about it, it was kind of a little painful for me, but it was another lightning is why it's good to see any black man at any point get higher education. That's why I respect you so much, sir. Even though you ain't paying attention, I still respect you with all ability because you got accepted. You're pushing through, and you're about to be back to me at any time. So I, I pay attention as much as I need to be. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of times we get. You know, I, I can do a little bit better, but I think a lot of times we um, we get into spaces, we go places, and we get consumed by the environment. And sometimes it can consume us. And I'm just a person, I get what I need and go, you know, like, I don't get involved in politics. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't get involved in things that don't serve me. Um, and, you know, I, I hear some conversations from other students and other things. I, I'm just trying to get the letters at the end of my name and do what I got to do. Um, and so if it doesn't really serve my spirit, my vision, um, my life, my purpose, then I don't, I don't really let it bother me. Um, and, you know, so no. So what's, so what's next? Brandon, I know a little bit of capstone in, but knowing you, this was the start of something like, like just listening to you, this is something, whatever that's something you might you feel like something out of out of this it stone, or is it something bigger than that? Can you say that last part because it kind of broke up? Say it one more time, please. Is, is it your cap? Okay, is it is it your? It, do you think it's your capstone, or do you think it's something bigger than on you and, and listening to you over time? Is this it, or what was the purpose? Of um, I think you know the. The DSW program is giving me an opportunity to sharpen um, my ability to have discourse around loneliness and isolation and just mental health, period. Um, and it's giving me that uh, the ability to, um, you know, uh, connect research with reality. Um, and so that would be pivotal in terms of what I want to do is really have a national talk show. Um, to help people not just laugh and have a good time, but really connect with others and really turn, um, you know, our challenges, our challenges, our, you know, hurdles um, into to opportunities to create new stories. Um, and so uh, the DSW is not it for me. There's so much work to be done. Um, and sometimes that keeps me up, you know, at night thinking about what, how it, am I going to achieve this stuff? But you know what? I, I'm not worried because I, I never really had a clear path to any of this stuff. You know, I, I didn't have a path. I, I think that's the, uh, that's the that's the key to us C students, right? Like we just we go, <laughs> we try to figure out as we go. We have a good time right. doing it. Not it don't have to be perfect. Yeah. 
Right. Just it doesn't, figure it, it out. Doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect. And, you know, perfection has kept me in some – perfection has hindered me at some points in my life because I want everything to be like this and this because I know exactly what I want. And sometimes I don't move until it's perfect. But I realized – you know, and it's a cycle. I always work on it that you just need to show up and you need to do the work. So that's half the battle. But when you're trying to be perfect, sometimes the work doesn't even get done. Um, and so I, I never had like, you know, a plan for college undergrad. I never had a plan for grad school. I never had a plan um, for uh, my doctoral degree, but I, I, I had a vision. I, in third grade that I wanted to have some type of doctoral degree. I knew that. I didn't know when it was going to occur. I didn't have, like, I'm going to this school, by this school, by this age. But, um, so I think it's important to have a vision or a dream or at least, you know, a bullet point, you know. Um, and even if you get off your path, you can always get back on it at any point. And so that's what life is. It's about getting back up. And when you lose the ability and the the drive to get back up, then that's where you have a problem. And, and you absolutely right. And I know for some of our viewers, because we still got people hanging on to us right now. We're not just talking about education. We, like you said, we're no. talking about life. Like some of yes. the things that uh, I, if if I would have, I had a, my first son when I was seventeen years old, right? Still in high school. Then no, I wanted to quit. Like you several said you times. Had your first son at seventeen. At seventeen, yeah, I was eleventh okay. grade, and so I want that. That senior year had to be one of the roughest years of my life, trying yeah. to figure out what do you do after this. Like I broke yeah. my ankle playing sports. I thought sports was going to be my key. I thought I was the best basketball player on the face of the earth, and I was only yeah. five ten. But that didn't happen. So, and then I broke my ankle. I, I was depressed. Now knowing that it was depression and mental health and i was i i went into a deep depression where yeah. i stopped going to school i stopped uh connecting with family and friends i stayed in the room until somebody just had to the, some administrators had to come to the house and actually get me it was like what's going on you need to come to school so but but if i would have let that depression stop me from doing one simple thing was just graduating from high school regardless of what was going on, then I wouldn't be here talking to you and doing some of the things that, that we, that we're talking about right now, especially like, again, back to this DSW brand. Brandon, I have no clue how I'm in this DSW program. If we take my name off of everything and we write down my educational path, like in, in my book, I, I shared that I went to 11 elementary schools. Wow. I went to, I went to two junior high schools and I went to three different high schools. Right. Most people you hear say that they probably on death row or they're a lifetime of a criminal or something. Like, yeah. I don't know how I made it and how I'm here, but I'm excited to be able in um, DeAndre test on it early. I, I like when I see guys like him that's in that limbo stage, but has traits, I make sure I pour in whatever I can so they can become the best person, best version of themselves as they go. Because I just feel like it's it's only right to 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 give back what I've seen and what I've learned. And hopefully somebody can just be that much better than me. 
And, and you said something earlier. You just I said it um, when you were you were down on your luck. You were depressed. You had hurt your ankle, and you fell in in, in depression and despair. There were support. There were people who said something's not right. We need to go find him and lift him up. And so we can't, you know, underestimate the the power of support in our lives. Uh, we need it. And if we can't, if we don't have support, who knows where any of us would have turned out? And so support is absolutely necessary, as you say. Um, and if you can't, if you don't have support, you find support and you support others, and you will be supported. Um, and so it's it's a great thing that you can you know, turn your life experiences into, you know, inspiration and motivation to support others. And, you know, that those experiences help you identify where you need to support others because you know what's happening. You That empathy um, helps you um, support and be there for other people. So we cannot, you know, underestimate um, the power of support. We, I don't think any of us would be where we are if we didn't have people who, you know, even if it was at church say, oh, you go, you gonna make it, baby. If that's that's support, you, you gonna know. make it, baby. You gonna make it, baby. You know, here right. it is. You know, may give you one more week. You know, and so you can't even if it's not paying the bills or doing something extraordinary. We need those small, you know, micro support. Um, you know, experiences from people, um, and yeah, it's it's powerful. Look. So DeAndre, you got something on? Yeah, I know you um, welcome back to. Go ahead, we can hear you. Hello? I lost all yeah. audio connection. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we hear you. Get off here. So we'll we'll come we'll come back to DeAndre when he, he figures out his audio images. But but you're right. And then what's so funny about the support part of it, which as a teenager, you don't really see, right? Like you don't you just like, oh, they even getting on my nerves or won't they leave me alone? You know, simple stuff. But man, I've been I've been covered. I would, when I got to college, uh some of the administrators around there would help me out. Uh, my my residence director, I, he let me stay in the dorm when I wasn't supposed to stay while I was trying to figure out where I'm going to live at with my son. Like He was like, nah, you all right. It's an empty room right here. You do your thing. It, we'll take care of you. So I've been supported in this journey uh, uh, from, from day one. Don't know why I've been blessed in such a way, but I, like I said, I just continue to try to do my part to make sure everybody know. And I think that's why I got into politics. I know you said you don't do politics, but at, at one of the things that I said going up that I was going to be governor of Maryland. I always say oh, I'm nice. be governor. I felt like you know the governor takes care of all of the pieces that makes makes the state run right. Like now that I know what the governor do, I don't want his job. Uh, I don't want it. Like I don't want to run. <laughs> I always said I'm be governor because the governor should be able to be on TV. He gets to stand in front of people, makes he makes these bold assumptions, and then he put people to work to make all those things happen to run a state. And I was like, man, what the perfect job that you get to do that? Not thinking that it is one of the hardest jobs, but especially I wouldn't want to be a governor through this pandemic at all. And shout outs to the ones that did it good that I wouldn't want to be a governor. But 
still. Uh, I wanted to comment. Oh, you go ahead. Support, on the support factor, my, uh, my my apologies, I lost audio. Um, the, the support factor, um, uh, uh, Antoine knows, Brandon, you, you don't know, um, but uh, so uh, as far as support goes, I mean, when it, it goes way back, my my grandmother and her husband uh, moved up here from uh, DeWitt, Arkansas, um, uh, moved to Washington, D.C. Uh, right after, I think, my uncle, and they moved up here in 1970. And uh, from their own, basically been up here, and and it was the support of neighbors and family, friends, and everything that helped them get through those hard times. I mean, uh, shortly after that, my grandfather died, and she was she was raising seven kids up here by herself, and wow. so it's it's a support factor. Um, uh, my life actually when um when I was when I was uh, before I was born, uh, I had a sister and a brother that that uh, passed away, and when I was uh, at the age of two my mother passed away and and so um uh, my my father struggled with uh incarceration so really if it wasn't for support from family um really cities it, it really takes a village i mean support is my everything from like i said from families to neighbors to church to even now um i mean i i know I got popped by almost everybody on the street because they knew, and it was it was a family thing. That's how important support is, and without that support, I mean, uh, statistically, like you said, Antoine, there's not too many people with our uh, background demographic that uh, are successful or or even alive. And so, without that support, and of course, uh, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that's that's always number one. But uh, without that whole team, I mean, who knows where, where my head will be. Uh, uh, and, and everything, you know. So support is definitely where where it's at, you know. He definitely uh, brings people in your life when in time of need. If it's won't he? Won't he will? Won't he will? Won't do that. But even <laughs> even tonight, like just it's some guys that's probably gonna watch the show who didn't think of some of these factors or didn't know that they had a support system around them. Cause that'd be the key. Sometimes you don't realize you got some people right. supporting you or looking out for you or going through. Cause some, some of the people don't come from uh, pretty backgrounds or pretty neighborhoods and all that. And I know I didn't come from one of those cushy ones, but somehow, and a couple of weeks ago, I had my mentor on who's a, who's a retired police officer. And I tell him all the time, I still don't know how we still friends when you was the police and I was just who it is. But I love him to death. He helps me out. He's my son's godfather. But he's always been there. Like, no matter what, anything that I've ever needed, even if it was just to say, no, you can't do that. Don't you do this. Do that. Even it was like, oh, you ain't called me in a while. I'm gonna call you. What's going on? How you been? So it, I just learned a lot from the support system around me, and it's it's been it's been amazing. It's so cool. uh, listen, guys, we got five minutes left. I'm gonna go ahead and shut it down. I think we talked about a lot tonight. I'm gonna shut okay. it down. Go ahead and do my spiel. I'm gonna take about the last four minutes. I appreciate you guys for joining me. I really do. I know it was last minute that I contacted both of you guys. No, I contacted you. I appreciate you. the opportunity. Four hours, Brandon. That's early for me. But DeAndre was like two minutes before the show. Like, hey. <laughs> I saw that text. Uh, yeah, right. I was like, hey, just come on. I need to talk to you. I haven't seen you in a while. 
So well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Y'all come on. We have our thank big I, I show. I'm going to try to invite all the guests back. And we're going to have a powwow. And I think we can only do 10 people. So it might be a series of shows. But we'll try to make it all happen. Okay. Anytime. Right. I definitely Friday. appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Juan. All right. So, yeah, hey, as we winding down, we know this Friday and it's the end of, end of the show. But make sure, once again, make sure you get out and get your mail-in ballot. VBM 777-77788. All right. VBM to 77788. Make sure you like my elected official Antoine Brown on Facebook. Make sure you follow my YouTube station. Let's try to get the likes up on both of them, make the show go a little bit and get some sponsor. Speaking of sponsors, I've been promoting Bevel <laughs> all week. I've been telling my friends because Amazon Prime just came in and we didn't get to talk about that, but I'll do that later. But Amazon Prime came and that Bevel is good thing. So we're going to try to get Bevel. I have my, uh, my PR, which is my I have my PR looking to see if Bell would give me a sponsorship as I, I promote their, their product every week. So great, great shave. But anyway, uh, we didn't get to talk about the Lakers. Make sure you uh, stay connected with ACB at Bcast email. Follow me over there if you need any any questions answered, any concerns about anything, anything we anybody you want me to talk to or try to invite to the show. Uh, the last, uh, you know, few months I've been inviting uh, people that I know, people that I know that's uh, being successful, talking about a lot of things in mental health, talking about a lot of things in education, some uh, some self-help motivational things we've been touching on, some uh, progress in how uh, women relations, relations are happening in our country, black relations, relations that's happening in our country, a lot of things that's going on in the world we like to talk about. But sometimes it's just our Friday in between, you know, our Friday in between a happy hour when you're leaving and when you go on the happy hour, however happy hour looks for you, you come on and we have a conversation about whatever it is. These conversations are organic. We start with one topic and then we flow into whatever we feel like we should talk to. I want to thank Omar again for sticking around and participating in the chat, man. I appreciate you. Always been a friend. Thanks for sticking around for you. But if you need, y'all know the fact. Sit down and chat. If you want to be on the show, hit me up in my chat box. Hit me up uh, at the email address that was left in the chat earlier, acb at bcast.email. And I'll make sure you get on. We can talk about whatever you need. Until we see each other again, I'll see you guys next Friday. Have a good night.